From the Financial Times in London, I'm Chris Nussel and this is FT News. SoftBank, the Japanese telecoms giant and internet company, has agreed to buy the UK-based chip designer Arm in a deal worth more than $32 billion. It's an enormous bet by the Japanese group that the smartphone chip designer will make it a leader in one of the next big markets, the Internet of Things. In the studio with me to discuss the timing of the deal and what it means for both companies is Arash Masudi, who covers mergers and acquisitions for the FT. And joining us down the line from San Francisco is our West Coast editor, Richard Waters. Arash, if I could start with you. You've just met the founder of SoftBank and heard from the horse's mouth why he's doing this. Just explain to us the rationale of this deal. Well, SoftBank's founder, Masayoshi Son, an extraordinary character, charismatic 58-year-old who built SoftBank from the age of 21 into what it is today, and he's very clear about this. This deal is about a vision of the Internet of Things and the role he wants to play with ARM in sort of providing the design and software intellectual know-how to the, the future of the chip industry. Is it something he thinks is going to be an enormous part of the future? In terms of how quickly he moved on this deal, that's one of the more fascinating things. Effectively, it began three weeks ago with a dinner at his house in California and escalated when he flew to Marmaris, Turkey, to meet Stuart Chambers, the chairman of ARM, who was on vacation at the time. They were joined with two other executives. Over a long meal, sort of the conversations begun, and within days, four offers were tabled, one of which was finally accepted, and a rushed sort of preparation to get funding in place and get sign-off from the UK government. And in a fascinating sort of fashion. I mean, deals of this size just simply do not happen with this kind of pace or speed. And it just shows the conviction that Masasan, as he is known, has. It's like he's been unleashed, isn't it? Because Nikesh Arora was kind of a rain on him in, in some respects, I guess, who is the Google executive who departed recently over, we would guess, some kind of difference in strategy. I know. And it's, what's fascinating here is the track record Masasan has on making these kind of gambles is enough to sort of buy him the credibility in the market to do these moves. 2000, he made a $20 million investment in Alibaba, which is now worth $65 billion. He bought a struggling Vodafone Japan business 2006, he's turned it around. He recalled to us today over a quick lunch as he was sort of eating his sandwich with chopsticks and trying to answer all our questions as fast as possible in between press conferences that he was laughed at in 2006 when he made that transaction. And now look at where Vodafone Japan is and how he's turned it around. The flip side, of course, is he bought Sprint in 2012, and that has not worked out well for him. He would argue that that transaction fell apart when he could not combine Sprint with T-Mobile when it was blocked by the U.S. regulators. But today, he said, interestingly, he had enough confidence in Sprint that he felt like he could gamble, make this big bet in Britain with this $32 billion purchase farm. Richard Waters in San Francisco, what is he buying here? I mean, Arm is the company that people are always talking about buying, but no one ever does because it's seen as some kind of neutral chip designer that no one should really own. What's going to happen, do you think? Yes, exactly. I mean, it's the Switzerland of the chip industry. Everybody relies on it. And, you know, this is a bit of a paradox, and it does really raise the question of why SoftBank is buying it and why it is paying so much. There's no industrial strategy. SoftBank isn't involved in chips in any way at all at the moment. The only way to be successful with ARM is to keep it as it is, as an independent player that feeds its technology to many different hardware makers. So, you know, SoftBank's paying this massive multiple for a company that it's going to have to invest in. ARM's a bit in a transition at the moment between the smartphone market that's maturing and the Internet of Things that's meant to be the next thing. SoftBank, you know, has come along at a nice time. It's paying a big premium. It'll keep investing. But ultimately... You know, it means that Son has bought himself 
something that he's going to have to carry to the next big tech market. And it's hard to see where he's going to get much kind of synergy for it. It's just a very big investment bed. I guess British tech companies in particular, they never seem to reach that scale that they need to compared to the Googles and the Facebooks in the US. Do you feel that in a way that SoftBank can give it the boost it needs here? Or is the British tech scene in as big a plight as it's always been? You know, there'll always be press beating over a sale like this because Arm really is one of the crown jewels, not just of, you know, Britain, but I think the global chip industry. But it's got to a stage now where it both needs investment and it also is at a stage where it's hard to see who's going to value it any more highly than this. You know, SoftBank's paying a 43% premium. It's massive. And the reason it can do that, obviously, is because sterling has fallen so much. You know, against the Japanese yen, the Brexit vote was the final coup de grace, if you like, but it had already fallen very heavily. And so SoftBank's buying this at a 30% discount to what it would have had to pay a year ago. So I think, you know, there will be some angst in the UK over this to see one of the great British companies, the only great British tech company of the moment, getting bought out effectively on the cheap by a Japanese buyer, despite that massive premium. So yes, you can certainly guarantee there'll be a lot of soul searching in Britain. I guess there's also lots of speculation about other companies now being bought or targeted. But as you say, there isn't a lot left, is there? No, there really isn't. I think once sterling fell after that Brexit vote, everybody started looking at UK assets. And it wasn't just all the Americans talking about whether now is the time to take a holiday in Britain or buy that piece of London property they've been eyeing, because people have been talking about that. But it was also a case of scanning the landscape and seeing what there was in the British tech sector, because American companies have a ton of overseas cash and they're just very, very willing buyers. You know, after ARM, there's not a lot left. There's Sage, a software company that's been around for many years and is a recognized leader, but it's in a very small niche. So um, hard to see what else there is to buy. And it's interesting because I think this is where Mr. San breaks out from the sort of typical Japanese characteristic of being a little bit more conservative. I mean, he truly likes to take big bets. I mean, repeatedly today in the press conference, he said, this is my big bet. Brexit had nothing to do with it. I was coming all in because this is where I see the future going and I was going to go for it. And I really wanted this asset. So it was very interesting how quickly he moved and sort of with what conviction he moved. There was no second guessing once he had begun. Now, interestingly, the politics of this were handled very well. They made effectively what are going to turn into legal undertakings, promises that they cannot break. Otherwise, there is legal repercussions under the UK takeover code. So about employment, about investment, about keeping the headquarters, about the culture. And Mr. Son briefed the new prime minister, Theresa May, and Chancellor of the Exchequer, Philip Hammond, on Sunday and met with Mr. Hammond and the new Secretary of State, Greg Clark, this morning. And he said, in the press conference, he said, once I spoke to them and told them about these undertakings, their only response was, wow, that's good. Well, it's a big deal in every sense, then, in terms of both the numbers and the political involvement. Thank you, Arash. Thank you, Richard Waters in San Francisco. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. 
Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.